0: Transform you in the I hate a storm. Hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we've been defying. Right? What's the cost to be the boss? Breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin guitars? Got the kind of action. Never acting. Don't need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From two, four, three falls to four three. The founder of Slapdick
1: Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh,
2: Hit Me Now, Love Me Later, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown.
0: Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what sure you said. All around hustler. <laughs> make no mistake about it. Well, I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have.
2: There's legend.
0: The <laughs> <it? laughs> hey, you now? Love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hell, Hell yeah, hey, Slapdick yeah.
1: Whiskey is good. So are the Stogies. Got some real talk, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent.
0: Beautiful burn. Okay,
1: yes,
0: sir. Slap dick whiskey, slap dick cigars. Be true to yourself, and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. I said, "Let's call it the Slap Dick Podcast." Yes, indeed, call it the Slap Dick Podcast. What up? What up? What up? Real Coach JB here, man, on another motherfucking Slap Dick Podcast, Merciless Monday edition. Hope you can all hear me out there. We got a kind of a new setup cracking here. Uh you don't see the mic as much anymore. Got rid of the boom so you can see Stogie's shout-out memorabilia behind me. Uh I gotta always rep Stogie, man. And uh you couldn't see the motherfucking frame that I had made. So um I wanted to get the boom out the way. We did some other things, man, switched up a couple things, and cleaned up the format. And it's a new look, new, different deal. We got some graphics made on the new uh, TV behind me. We got some graphics made. There's some graphics on the show now. New look, new vibe, Joey B. You know what I mean? Shit is what it is. Nah, I mean, uh, Jay Henry, shout out to you. I just saw your tweet. I retweeted that. He got the slapdick hoodie that he won on a trivia question. And make sure all you guys know uh, to make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. We're here on Merciless Monday where we don't take any fucking mercy. We don't give a fuck. Uh, We're here to fucking spit spit the real, the truth, the hard truth, nothing but the truth. Swear to God. Make sure you motherfuckers understand that shit. If you ain't never been read your Miranda rights and you don't know your Miranda rights, you better fucking look, at that, look that shit up. How you going to beat the law if you don't know the law? <laughs> hey, you can't beat the law if you don't know the law, motherfuckers. All you rookie-ass crimies out there who think you're some old crimey motherfuckers because you're doing fucking smashing grabs. To me, that's the bitch-made-ass shit. Smash and grab. What kind of shit is that? Sounds like you're trying to fuck something. Uh, we're going to get into this, man. You know, there ain't, no, there ain't no podcast on this earth like mine. We'll see. We'll get it going. We're going to get this whole thing growing. And that's what she said. We're going to try to get this motherfucker grown. Add some water. Uh, it'll grow. <laughs> that's what she said, too. That's what he said when she grabbed and added some water. But we're going to get to it. Become a member today. Best $1.99 you ever fucking spend. Uh, I can damn near guarantee you that. What $1.99 is better than this? Unless you got a penny stock that I don't know about, it and you bought $1.99 worth, and you made some motherfucking millions, please let me know. Um, lots of discuss. Holy shit, there's a lot to discuss here over the weekend. As we all know, we've had... Uh, and a very invent, uh, you know, very eventful fucking weekend, man. Eventful as hell. Very eventful. Uh, but, you know, got to get to it. Pay the bill. Slapdick Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football's over, but basketball's in full swing. Six days away from March Madness. selections show. Pro hoops. 17 games left. NBA season. You got playoffs coming around the corner. Latest odds, totals, player performance props where you might find the next fired coach. Bet online, the number one spot for all your sporting betting needs. Head on over to the website. Use your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code BLEAV to get started. Vegas casino games. UFC, if you didn't watch Covington, whoop fucking Mazdal's ass. Hockey coming around the corner. Boxing. Bet online has it all the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games bet online where the game starts make sure you tell them the slapdick sent you use promo code believe BLEAV we got a lot to discuss man lots to discuss I don't watch UFC Uh, I don't know shit about the UFC I'm just learning about the UFC. I don't watch it, and I'm going to tell you a straight up honest truth. And I was I had a uh, I had like a uh, poker party at on Saturday, you know. I didn't win. You know, I was I bet all in three times in a row, and I actually won every time I went all in, and I got back in the lead. But the UFC fight was coming on. So what happens is I said, you know what? I'm going to keep betting on... It. I could have stuck it out and won. man. The pot wasn't only... It was only a couple hundred bucks. So, I wanted to watch the fight. I was pretty intoxicated at that point. I was smoking a stick. We're in the crib. Six of us. I'm watching it. I said, you know what? Let me watch the fight. Fuck it, right? My boy hacked it, hacked it on the internet somehow. And we pulled it up on my big TV. And we got to watch the fight. So... Didn't have to pay for that shitty-ass thing. I would have been pissed like a Mike Tyson fight if I did pay for that. I got to be honest. Because if, if, if I paid for that, dog, holy fuck, it was horrible. Well, anyway, I got to be very honest with you. And I know a lot of you guys out there are going to fight me on this and all that. First of all, I could not fight another man damn near naked. All right? I couldn't be naked. Nah, I gotta be honest with you. Like, motherfucker is got no feet on. They got nothing on their feet. Like, where is your feet, motherfucker? I don't wanna see your bare ass feet fighting another grown motherfucking man. Has anyone ever looked at it this way? I'm looking at it that way. I'm just gonna be real with you. It looks feminine. The shit looks horribly soft. The motherfucker just sat there and held this motherfucker in the corner for fucking 17 minutes. I'm like, what in the fuck is this? This is UFC? See, I've never been a UFC guy. I've never been a UFC guy. i got to be honest with you, man. You know, once old boy uh, Jorge, he caught that dude, Covington. And that motherfucker was dazed and confused like the movie. And why in the world, unless that motherfucker was paid off some way, did not attack that motherfucker and go for the kill shot and knock his bitch ass out. I got to be real. it's It looked real fucking fake, dog. Like, I, I know it ain't fake and all that. But how the fuck did you almost clean knock this dude out? He drops to a knee. He is clearly out of his wit. And this motherfucker don't attack him? And lets him get back his conscious ground and fucking re- grapple him up again? Now, I ain't no genius, dog, but goddamn, I got common sense. Now, if I didn't smell blood in the water, then you just said you're a feminine motherfucker for all that talk you talked. Because that motherfucker was talking like he was big man motherfucking John. He didn't do shit. He looked like a straight up bitch. I don't know about Jorge and I don't know about Covington. They both talked a lot. They both fought like some straight hoes. I'm going to be honest with you. They might as well have been pulling hair and scratching, dog. Man, fuck all that tired shit. That's an excuse like a motherfucker. Why are we giving this motherfucking excuse? He caught this motherfucker. He should have ended his fucking life. That motherfucker should have been dead. He caught him. He was ready to go it's to Nine Night. Put that motherfucker to Nine Night. They didn't want to do it. hey didn't want to do it. They motherfuckers wanted to just sit there and fucking catch COVID and shit. Motherfucker, I wouldn't even want to get close to your bitch ass. I'm going to fucking keep your bitch ass away from me. These motherfuckers wanted to grapple all night, man. I, I, I'll never, ever watch another UFC motherfucking fight as long as I'm around. It could be on in the background, but I'll never, I'll never stop my fucking poker party to watch that motherfucker again. Just being real. So... Listen to this shit, all right? I'm, I, I got to get to, before I get to the fucking contrary to belief, um, it is feminine, but I told you about my feminine s- cylindrical su- sucking of straws, uh, Christian Manzi, if you if you listen. But you know, it's always a motherfucker that ain't a, a member. It's always a motherfucker that ain't a member. Um, he says, feminine sucking on my straw. I told you I suck on a straw from Starbucks. That's the only straw I suck on. But I'm sure you suck on other rounds, cylindrical Object, motherfucker, because you ain't even a member yet. Shut the fuck up. Christian Manzi, Manzi, whatever the fuck your name is, come a member and then you can talk shit. Tell then, shut the fuck up. Let me explain my Twitter following situation. I like Christian Manzi, Christian Manzi, whatever. He's been in here for, he's pretty fucking consistent in here, Christian. At least I give you shout out for that. I give you a shout out. For coming back every day, man. I really do appreciate you. Even if you are a little hater and shit. Um, love your haters. They're your biggest fans, dog. You got Athletic Greens, dog? I told you, homie. I told you, motherfuckers, Athletic Greens is fire. Cats be hatin'. I told you. I would not put my name on no shit. That's garbage. Like, come on, dog. At least give me the credit for that. I don't get... I ain't putting my name just to get a little dollar here and there for some bullshit. Okay? Um, Appreciate that, though, brother. He said he likes that shit. Um, Joey B got more excuses than the motherfucking attendance office in here. He said he got to update his credit card info before he could become a member. He been saying that shit three weeks. Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. Listen to my twitter situation all right i'm gonna get into this remember i told you a couple weeks last week or so i've been losing like 1200 followers i've lost like 1200 followers in like a week so not that i even noticed until my publicist told me hey you lost 1200 followers i gotta fucking look what's into this and i go well, why and he's like because i don't know why so and i'm like well fuck let 12,000 drop off around this motherfucker i said i'd rather have a tighter circle than a bigger circle and he said yeah but there's some issues going on we don't know what's going on i said okay well today come to find out we get a fucking email and report that basically verified twitter users have been losing followers like crazy because of what's called kenny stidham listen to this why i gotta piss someone off dog come on but listen to this kenny Twitter has basically went into verified accounts and are basically removing all bots. BoTS. Now, I hear this and I'm like, what the fuck is bot? The Wayne, I don't even know what shadow banning means. What the fuck does that mean? Please tell me, I, I have no idea what any of this shit means. But anyway, They have gone in and basically removed all bots, which are fake accounts. Some way, they're protecting verified account holders and getting rid of fake bots. So basically, I had around 1,200 or so bots. In the last three hours, I've gained back 300 followers some way. I haven't really posted anything crazy. I've gotten 300 followers back. I don't know if those are bots or whatever the fuck that's called. I don't know what the fuck shadow banning is. And you know what? I don't know if I want to fucking know. I don't even know if I want to fucking know. Uh, Appreciate you, uh, (laughs) S-D-T-O-T-X. Holy fuck. Fuck. He said, I got him a Cameo this weekend. Best value on the app, no doubt. Hey, man, you know what I do, man? I'm 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 one for the people. People don't get that shit. Go look at Cameo and look at all these fucking so-called A-list, B-list celebrities. Look what they're charging for a Cameo. Just come on. Give me some credit here, people. Go look what they're charging. Go look at my charges and I see if I've raised it a dollar since I started three years ago. No. I have not... raise my cameo price at all for the simple fact is because i'm for the fucking people i make my shit affordable so motherfuckers can get it and you know what happened i had over 2500 cameos last year alone which was basically more than anyone else on the app and i got a, I got a text from cameo people that are in charge of my account telling me that and uh so I charge forty bucks, man. Go look at people like, I'm not, not, don't compare me to Snoop or any of these type of guys. Even Rappaport and them, they have so much going on that they charge eight hundred, dollars thousand dollars, five hundred dollars. Like you got to be a real motherfucking fan or real, real have a lot of money and you want you really want to give a hell of a present to somebody. But I'll be damned if I paid five hundred dollars and up for a video message that from a fan or from a celebrity I I couldn't do it that's why I said man let me keep it at 40 bucks man you know what I mean and it's all about turnover dog it's all about turnover and affordability to my fucking fan base that you know for the people man keep it real Fuck all that two hundred dollars shit and all that. I ain't fuck I'm gonna keep it for the people, man. I like doing shout-outs I like fucking around, you know, I fuck around, talk shit. Um But you know Joey B not even a member of my show. He he pushing cameos on other people and shit. He must got a, he must got hired by fucking cameo and shit. Joey B. You know what I'm saying? He going, he got fucking you know, those credit cards you got to put money on and shit to get money to get use it. Which is the most retarded shit I've ever heard. You got to put money on the motherfucker to use the money. <laughs> Joey B got that shit cracking over there. Motherfucker, get an ATM card, homie. Has Elon Musk started this war with Russia and fucking Ukraine to end The gasoline automobile? So everyone buys Tesla? (laughs) Hey, I'm just the one saying it, dog. I don't know. I just want to talk. I just want to say it. Has anyone thought about that shit? Why are motherfuckers coming out now talking about, you wouldn't have to worry about $7 gas prices if you got electric? Now, why is that being pushed all the motherfucking sudden? I'm starting. See, you can't fucking fool me, man. You can't run an okey doke on me. I'm not the one that's trying to. You can't get over on me. You can get over on me because I allowed you to get over on me. Or I simply don't give a fuck that you got over on me because it didn't affect me. Trust me. But when people start saying these things and pushing these narratives, and then I start seeing things in the world like COVID just stopped. COVID stopped. and then uh, gas prices went up, and then Tesla's pushing the shit out of fucking buying my cars that are electric. So wonder why wonder wonder if fucking good old Elon is 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 a powerful enough motherfucker that maybe they he got some cracking with Russia. Who knows, man? I'm just a conspiracy theorist on the Slap Podcast here. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Hit the bell notification so you know when I'm on. <sighs> It's a great show, man. It's a great day to have a great fucking day. Get you some new merch, man. CoachJBstore.com. The hoodies, the, the booty shorts for the females. We're working on getting a fucking tank top. We're gonna do just a sleep gear type of thing for the women. Um it's a great day to have a great day. No, I would never get a I would never get an electric car if it was a Cadillac. If if it was an electric Cadillac, I would never get it. Fuck no. Cadillacs aren't meant to be electric. There's just no fucking way. You can't do it. Don't do it to me. Don't do it to me, America. I don't want a fucking electric car. I, it reminds me of the fucking Flintstones. I don't want an electric car. They're, you're just allowing us to become softer and softer. You're, you're, you're cutting our nuts. You're cutting our fucking manhood off by putting us in electric cars, America. Do you not understand this? Am I too, am I just too far-fetched? You're cutting our balls off, America. Quit pushing electric cars on us. Men like to drop their nuts. We want to have a, 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 a alpha male fucking We want to hear some noise. We don't want no fucking electric car. You got to be shitting me, man. I don't want no Prius around this motherfucker. Joey Bryant. Ain't no Prius getting no bitches. Get the fuck out of here. I ain't doing that shit. No, Jay Henry, not the Jetsons. I'm not flying an electric car, homie. Come on, dog. The Flintstones, you weren't born yet, dog. The fucking Flintstones used to pedal the car with your feet. We need more Cadillac fucking EXTs and fucking Maseratis. Fuck it. I want my car to sound like a motherfucking boat. I want that shit. I don't want no fucking electric car. Why have we had more kids run sub 4.4 in the NFL combine than ever before? We had 31 kids run below a 4.4 in the combine. More than double, more than double last year's amount. Yippee fucking yay. Too bad none of them motherfuckers can play the actual game of football. (laughs) <laughs> Am I the only motherfucker that comes out and says the real shit? I don't give a fuck how fast you run. You're never going to run that fast in a football game with gear on and catching the ball and not getting your heads fucking clubbed. And you want to be a fucking 4.240 guy and you'll never even play. Like, you motherfuckers are a joke. Did you see the people that ran it? Now the big Jordan Davis and my kid Jermaine Johnson, 66, 260, ran a 4.5840. His stock is climbing to say the least. Um Jordan Davis, 340 fucking one pounds, ran 478. That is the shit that's impressive. A 1.10 fucking 10 yard split. That's the impressive shit. Shout out to Jermaine Johnson. I don't know if you saw the social media clip that I posted. I've never seen footage of an interview I did with 247 Sports and Rusty Manziel uh, basically talking about Jermaine back in 2018. And I basically called out what he's going through right now as an NFL draftee. So go check it out on my social media. You could check it out on uh, YouTube as well. Um, Nah, big dudes did used to run that way, ETSU, e- uh, and you're an older guy, you're, you're, you're at least my age and older, we did have guys that ran that way, they just didn't fucking showcase it, because nobody cared, Leon Lettbro was as fast as any D-lineman in, in, the, in the history of the sport, Warren Sapp could run, we worried about 10 yard splits, we didn't give a fuck about 40s, We wanted to see how fast you were in 10 yards, change direction, and track a motherfucker and blow up the fucking B-gap. We didn't give a fuck about 40s. Nowadays, it's become a spectacle. We want to see big guys run fast. So, you know, big guys have been able to run for a long time. Dog, NFL D-linemen have been the greatest athletes in professional sports for a very long time. Um they just didn't get the we didn't have social media. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have all these videos being taken. That's all the difference is, guys. That's really what it is. Unfortunate news, man, on the, on this slapdick podcast Merciless Monday brought to you by betonline.ag uh, Tabor College, man, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a NAIA school out in uh, Kansas in a town called Hillsboro, which is about 30 minutes from Wichita, Kansas. Two players from California died, man, in a car crash, um, in a single vehicle crash, 4 a.m. yesterday. In Hillsboro, Kansas, there's a lot of car crashes in the middle of the rural fuck nowhere out there in Kansas, man. It's really sad to see, unfortunate. The reason I bring that up is because the first responders, they found a kid named Jonathan of Aviles. Aviles. Uh, He's a Paso Robles kid up north from California. Christopher Castillo of Tustin, California, which is in SoCal here in Orange County, were dead at the scene. And then the third football player from Tabor, Jonathan Medina, was taken to uh, Wichita Hospital with serious injuries. Castillo was a linebacker who previously attended Orange Coast Community College. He's a JUCO kid out of Southern California. Um, unfortunate shit, man. I, I've seen a lot of bad deaths. I had a kid at Indy, not a player, but a, a trainer female who was taking one of our former players home and... After she dropped him off, she got hit by a fucking diesel truck, killed on the scene. Uh, Just an unbelievable scene, not too far from Independence. So out there on those rural two-lane highways in the middle of pitch black fucking, you got cows running across, you got deer running across, you got all this crazy shit out there. Um, Turkeys, you fucking name it, man. And then you got these fucking... Stop signs basically stopping people from going a fucking 90 miles an hour and you got to fucking hit a stop sign in the middle of fucking nowhere on a four way go and you get hit by diesels like it's fucking not very sound. It's not very safe fucking driving conditions. I'm just going to be honest. I'm a victim of a fucking horrible fucking I, I, I fucked up a car out there on a train track, because I was going about 65, nothing major, right, just dark as fuck, there's no signs, and all of a sudden, this motherfucker just makes a left, and I'm like, what in the fuck, like, I, this, this, the road just fucking ends out near Coffeeville, Kansas, and I'm having to fucking try to turn this bitch, I had to just cut the corner and, and jump over some train tracks. Oh, man, it fucked us up. We hit the bottom. We blew out the fucking axles on the car. We did all kind of shit. It was fucked up, man. The car was fucked up. Uh, not, nobody got hurt or nothing, but it's just a fucking rural-ass, fucked-in-nowhere-ass. Like, put some fucking lights on the road, you fucking hicks. Holy shit. Let's get to the Contrary to Belief segment, man, brought to you by betonline.ag. But before that, I want to give you the quote of the day to get you started today. You must show no mercy, nor have any belief whatsoever in how others judge you. For your greatness will silence them all. That's just a real-ass quote from a real-ass motherfucker. You must show no mercy, nor have any belief whatsoever in how others judge you. For your greatness will silence them all. Hey, man. Like I told you before, dog. I told you before. If you're good, you tell everybody. If you're great, they tell you. That's just real shit. All right? Um, but we're here on Merciless Monday, man. Brought to you by betonline.ag. And I got to get to the contrary to belief segment of this show. I got altar versus alter. You don't do you know what A.L.T.A.R. is compared to A.L.T.E.R. Do you guys know what alter is? Um, one is like, let's walk him to the altar. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to a fucking the other one is alter something like change it? So, I just want you to make sure you understand the difference. Also, aisle versus aisle. Now, isle versus isle. Now, I S L E is pronounced how? A lot of people don't know. A lot of people have no fucking clue that there's a difference. Even though one's spelled A I S L E and one's is spelled A I mean I S L E. Isle versus isle. Alter your ways, Gary, no doubt. That's what I wish we would fucking do. Gary, I wish we would alter our ways like you don't even believe. No, no you don't even know. Appreciate you. M P 23 I F Y. Hey, you're a member. Fuck it. You might be a troll like a motherfucker, but you're a member. Hey, fuck it. Um, shit. You might be Natalie. You might be my daughter. Who knows who the fuck you are, but you're a member dog. Welcome in. Shit. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to fucking sniff you out here shortly. I don't give a fuck. I'll block members. I'll block everybody around this motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. How about ale versus ale? A-I-L versus A-L-E. Like a ginger ale versus an ale mint. Like I got an ailment. mint. Have you guys ever heard of that? Like something wrong with you? Like there's a definite issue? You guys, I don't know if you guys know this. How about scent? c e n t. How about S-C-E-N-T, the scent of the badussy? That's balls, dick, and pussy that your breath smells like sometimes around this motherfucker. How about scent, (sighs) S-E-N-T? I sent you the bottle of slapdick whiskey on CoachJBStore.com. Yes, indeed, Joel Schumann. I appreciate you reiterating exactly what I just said. Joel Schumann, much love to you.
3: <laughs> you, you is slapdick pretty Why much. Why you call me slapdick? Because <laughs> my dick slapped me across your face.
0: <laughs> That's for Joel Schumann, man. Good dude. But, you know, we all got slapdick tendencies that we do, and uh, Joel just did one. Um, man, we're here on this fucking Merciless Monday. I got some new graphics, some new shit cracking. Just a great day to have a great fucking day. Slapdick segment, man. Have you guys heard about Calvin Ridley? What about the Tennessee judge? Have you guys? I'm not even going to tell you who the Tennessee judge is. I'm just going to tell you it's a Tennessee judge is a slapdick of the day. Calvin Ridley is got to be a top slap dick, but see, we're going to hear people defending Calvin Ridley just like I just heard um Dan Orlovsky fucking defend Calvin Ridley because he said $1500 to win on his own team shouldn't have him suspended for a year. Now, I agree For a year, maybe. But you're talking about betting on a game. You're talking about betting on a fucking professional sport. So I want to make sure we're clear here. You do understand that one of the best baseball players of all time, fucking Pete Rose, they will not allow into the fucking Hall of Fame, right? I just want to make sure you realize that. Do you know that? Do you grasp that concept? Do you understand that? I don't know if you do. I don't understand if you understand this guy can't get in the Hall of Fame because of that. Thank you. If you can see my face on YouTube, shit, she was kind of bad. The little Amazon girl was kind of bad. Shit, I should have showed the world some game, but I ain't going to do it. Um... You know, I'm going to get into Calvin Ridley, dog. Okay? I'm going to get into it. But remember, the NFL really does choose what we find guys for, and it's crazy. It really is. But remember this. Calvin has mental health, guys. I couldn't even keep a fucking straight face, dog. I'm sorry on the audio side. I tried to be real about it, man. Oh fuck. I tried to be real about that shit, man. But Calvin really has mental health, guys. Remember? Come on, dog. You got to give you got to understand Calvin really has mental health. He can't be betting on NFL games, right? Come on, man. <laughs> It's unbelievable that some of you really believe he has mental health. <laughs> Holy fuck, dog! You guys gotta be the mother. Mu- some of you motherfuckers, man. Oh man! Now you could hit a female, choke a female. You you're fine, dog. You can get cut and go straight to another team. That's that's why I say the NFL picks and chooses. It's fucking fines. You got to be a... Fu- like if I was a woman and I was a, a, a really, you know, powerful woman, I would be boycotting the NFL. <laughs> like let's just keep it 100. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's just keep it real. I would be boycotting the NFL if I was a female. For as many females that get violated and treated so shitty and gets hit and beat and raped and you allow them players that do these fucking things right back in and make millions of dollars again but you can't bet on fan duel. to me it is the, mo- the biggest smack in a female's face I've ever seen I gotta be real But did you see or hear about Calvin Ridley's name on Fanduel? Can you please tell me what Calvin Ridley's name was on Fanduel? Does anyone know? My my former player Allen, who who may be in the show, he's been on. Actually, I had him on last week. You guys know he played quarterback for me. Uh, Allen sent me a message from a buddy because they're all from the same neighborhood out in Miami. Calvin Ridley's fucking FanDuel name is Calvin Ridley from the Falcons all together. It's Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. That literally was his name. Now, now you can start convincing me that he does have mental health, Brad. <laughs> You is. Oh, it, my cream. Cream. Me God. It,
3: my dick slapped me across your face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm starting to think the motherfucker has mental health. Because God damn. But again, I won't say it's mental health. You know what I say it is? You're a stupid motherfucker. You are a stupid motherfucker. Your name on FanDuel was Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. Dog, you might as well have went out and smoked the motherfucker and put your fucking handprint, phone number, cell phone, and everything right on his chest and just said, fucking go to the house. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. Dog, we have some of the dumbest motherfuckers on planet Earth playing professional sports and college sports because our high school coaches and teachers aren't fucking coaching and teaching us. (laughs) Can I get a fucking amen? Because our parents and coaches and teachers at a youth level are failing us at an all-time high. 122 people in here, man. Appreciate you guys. Give it a fucking shout out. Make sure you hit the fucking like button, subscribe, bang out the fucking uh, like button, and become a member today. Become a member today of the Slapdick Podcast. It is the best ninety nine you will ever spend. I appreciate everybody coming in. Check out the CoachJBStore.com. CoachJBStore.com Get you some new gear. Um, plus, the Slapdick Whiskey is on there, and it is shipping rather quickly. Plus, all the new merch is straight fire. Go check it out. Got nine quotes on the back of any hoodie. Check hoodie, T-shirt, snapback, visor. Even got booty shorts for the females. Brittany Griner is over in Russia. Apparently, she got cracked for having some weed in a fucking vape stick about three weeks ago. They just now brought it out, though, because that sounds like a setup, too. Sounds like they're going to make this a political ploy. Um, to have us reduce some sanctions if I was just a smart guy with common sense. That's what I would think. But, you know, sometimes some people become sacrificial lambs. I don't know if America's going to fucking stand up for one person like that, even though we don't, you know, we don't go for like, threats or anything like that but we got Brittany griner over there who did a very stupid thing i posted a tweet posted an instagram video on uh, saturday as i was driving some whiskey around and i i uh posted a video saying you know why the fuck is everyone coming to her defense <laughs> why is she why are we coming to this fucking ladies defense Blame the WNBA first and foremost, okay? Because she's in Russia playing professional basketball because the WNBA doesn't pay worth a shit. So now, I want to hear all the people in the chat tell me, Coach, the WNBA don't pay because they don't make no money. Please, I want to hear the first person tell me that. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the first person to tell me that the WNBA doesn't make money, and and I want to I want to tell you the truth. I want to please give you the harsh reality of the WNBA and not making any money. Okay, because they do make money. You know why they make money? Because have you ever known Gabe? You're a businessman. You guys, a couple of you in here, are some business people. Have you ever known a fucking entity or a company or a business staying around for more than 25 fucking years if they're just broke? (laughs) Have you ever heard of a fucking entity issuing $500,000 fines to their individual owners if they were broke? Do you know the New York Liberty was just fined five hundred thousand dollars for flying around to go to Napa Valley winery? They got fined five hundred thousand dollars. Do you, you don't, do you think they're broke? From what I understand, they brought they brought in a hundred million dollars a year, and. That's not including any sponsorships or TV money, okay? The TV money alone can pay and, and, and allow them to stay open. But see, nobody wants to talk about that shit. Everyone wants to talk about they don't have no money. You don't stick around for fucking 30 years if you're broke, so you're just telling me this? This is just a fucking intermural league. It's a it, we're just staying open for thirty years, uh, just to fucking have fun. Hey, yeah, hey, you guys, you just volunteer, play for free. Cynthia Cooper, you play. Lisa Leslie, you guys just play for free. Hey, Candace Parker, play for free. Fuck it. You guys sound fucking ignorant. They have money, but they don't pay shit because they're fucking. Killing and using these girls like fucking everything else in America. <laughs> They're fucking pawns in the fucking big show. They're puppets in the show. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just being honest. The XFL folded after one year in 2000. Um, you know, we tried to AAF. We tried the XFL again. Why does that shit doesn't... Why don't that happen? It's You're talking about a sport that's a million times more popular than the WNBA. How the fuck has the WNBA continued to be around for 30 years? <sighs> Aaron Simpson... Did I say they have to make millions? I didn't say that they had to make millions. I said they had to make enough money to so who they don't have to go to Russia and play. If you're supposedly the fucking cream of the crop, you're the WNBA, you're the best fucking women's league in in the world, right? Well, how the fuck, why Why can't we play here and stay here? Why do we got to go overseas to fucking Russia? I, I fucking blame the WNBA. And I blame stupidity. And Brittany Griner for being fucking stupid. (laughs) Quit blaming everybody. How about all these teams coming forward? Oh my God. Help Brittany. Help save Brittany. You know she has a record, right? She has a track record of fucking doing stupid shit. So now you want to all fucking, let's come to her aid. Let's come to her help. We feel sorry. Let's feel sorry for her. How about you don't feel sorry? How about if you can't do the fucking time, don't do the fucking crime? How about you do that? How about you teach that? How about we preach that? See, that's the problem. You motherfuckers, how about we stop fucking bitching and crying and moaning over spilled milk, motherfucker? You don't fucking have any nuts and guts. To tell these kids the truth when they're growing up. And guess what happens? Guess what happens? They fucking end up doing this time. They do jail time in Russia. (laughs) They do jail time in Russia. When you fucking allow this. That's what happens. So. I'm just throwing it out there dog. Just throwing it out there. Um. But that's who I blame. And we're only in the Slack dick segment. Slack dick segment, Lucy. We're not even f- far along yet. But we got 130 people listening in. I appreciate everybody. Shout out. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Um, poll question for today. I got to get the poll question out there because it's a good one. And I got a good trivia question for all you guys that know football out there. And I bet you Lucy knows the, poll- the trivia question today. But poll question. Who is the NBA MVP. Who is the NBA MVP? Uh, It's a good question. I don't know who the MVP of the NBA is right now. Is it Embiid? Is it the Joker? Um, I don't know. I believe it's one of those two. Did you see the Joker's night? Now, they did go to overtime last night, so I understand. But did you see his night? Pretty impressive. Impressive. Let's get into some shit now. All right. I'm going to get into some real shit. Um, I want to get into some real shit here. Kane Velasquez died. He was denied bail. All right. He was denied bail. <sighs> Gary, I'll slap you with nine inches of meat. If you ever say Kyrie Irving is the MVP. Cain Velasquez was denied bail. All right. Now, this is why we're in such a fucked up world. This is why we live in a fucked up world. This is why. This is truly why I believe that team, that that entities like the NFL allow domestic violators, rapists, and straight-up shitbirds to play. But you can gamble $1,500 and be suspended for a year. Kane Velasquez was denied bail, but a Tennessee judge just allowed a former police deputy named Brian Beck Say, I'm giving you guys some real shit. You need to go look this up. A police deputy named Brian Beck. He was 47 years old. He has been caught repeatedly raping 14-year-old girls. The judge let him off. He does no prison time. And does not have to file as a sex offender. Because this is, quote, from this judge. He probably won't do it again. End quote. Dog, I got to take a deep breath, homie. Because of, of, a, of a, a man with a daughter. And, uh, you know. um. Uh, Whole question is, who is the MVP of the NBA this year? You know, this is how bat- ass fucking backwards we are, man. Kane Velasquez was doing something that basically was in defense of what this motherfucker just did to get off. <laughs> Do you understand what I just said? Cain Velasquez was trying to kill a motherfucker who just raped his 14-year-old niece. But we're letting off this motherfucking former cop, a former cop who has been caught repeatedly raping a girl. He's not only doesn't have to do a day in jail, but not only that, he doesn't even have to fucking file as a sex offender. Now, how the fuck is that not a riot? How are we rioting for that shit? Tennessee? Come on, fellas. You guys are foul for this shit. God damn. I lost a lot of fucking love for the state of Tennessee after that shit. I got a a lot of good buddies and friends in Tennessee, but I would never, ever, 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 ever move to that motherfucker now. There's no fucking way. You can't tell me that you let that motherfucker run around because I'm just telling you, dog. Because if he moves into my neighborhood and I find out, that motherfucker's tag bagged and fucking dragged. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you guys are allowing these motherfuckers to walk your street and you don't even have him as a sex offender. And he's done it multiple times and he will do it again. That judge should be fucking castrated immediately and disbarred. How that motherfucker ain't disbarred right away? Like, who the fuck is not appealing that? How about the state of Tennessee and the county and everybody else? How about you appeal this judge's decision? Like, it's unfucking believable man. How ass-fucking-backwards we are. Kane Velasquez, just the name alone, Velasquez, gets denied bail. But Brian Beck... Good old fucking boy, fucking Karen. Former cop. Oh, former cop. He served and protected and served. He's got to be the greatest guy. Motherfucking bitch, please. (laughs) Priests and politicians, the most crooked motherfuckers on planet Earth, tell you that every fucking day. It's sickening. It's disgusting. It's a fucking shame. I don't give a fuck about all that old political bullshit. Do what's right. If you just did what's right, cut and dried, we would have a better fucking world. Hey, dog, it would teach you to do what? What would it teach you to do, Brad? Hey, Brittany Griner, what would it teach you to do? It would teach you to understand, if I do the crime, I'm about to do the time. So don't do the crime if you can't do the fucking time. That's exactly what that would teach. If we just did and held you to what the fuck you're accountable for. Period. That's all it is. That's all we got to do. <sighs> LeBron scores 56 versus an ailing. You just learned that word today. Ale versus an ailing Golden State team. Ailing Golden State team. And on ESPN, they discussed can the Lakers still win. Why, if the Lakers win one out of every fucking 10 games, why are they the biggest topic on ESPN along with the fucking Cowboys and Aaron Rodgers? Like, can we get over the shit? If Aaron Rodgers signs with the Packers, yay, so be it. If he, go, if he wants to go somewhere else, yay, so be it. But why are they the only things talked about on ESPN? Can we get a fucking... Can I understand why? Can somebody tell me why that's the only thing discussed on ESPN? I'm going to raise my hand. I have a fucking reason. You know why my hunch is? Because Major League Baseball is so shitty that it should be talked about right now, but it's so shitty that they can't talk about them. They're in a strike. You can't talk about hockey because it's just not a very popular sport. We're not even discussing... Ukraine fighting for their lives and country and fucking freedoms. Apparently COVID is gone. So (laughs) what can we talk about besides Aaron Rodgers and the fucking Lakers coming back and having a fucking season when AD comes back? Can you fucking shit, quit shitting me? Can you get over it and talk about something else? Cause dog, LeBron ain't going to do that every night. A B when AD comes back. Okay. He's going to be right back on the bench again because he's going to roll his other ankle because he's sad as fucking crybaby little fucking piece of glass made motherfucker waiting to get hurt. And Vogel can't figure out that fucking Westbrook is a spitting image of fucking LeBron who just can't shoot as well. <laughs> Not that LeBron's a great shooter, but fuck. The NCAA is getting into a new low for me, all right? I don't know if you guys heard this, new news. The NCAA is going to try to put in a rule that eliminates cut blocks outside the tackle box. Now, what does outside the tackle box mean, Coach Brown? Well, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you real quick, okay? Um, I got to show you this real quick, all right? Hold on. Everybody keep listening. I gotta show you this, all right? And just hold tight. I'm gonna show you what's cracking here.
1: All right.
0: All right. So, see my board here on YouTube? See the two lines on the tackle box outside those two tackle boxes? Those are outside the tackle box. So, it goes to our running backs that leave the box or our, our wide receivers, okay? So, our two wide receivers can't go inside to crack you can only go outside to crack number one well in the nfl you know it's basically man on man big on big uh you know we want to black we want to block head up or outside and we can cut you all right college you can cut nfl you can cut high school you cannot but in texas you can but anyway they want to eliminate that now how fucking much softer can we make the fucking game? So we can we can cut inside the box, okay? We can cut inside the box so our O-line can get in and cut the backers down. I mean, this is what football is. Like, let's cut people. That's what fucking makes football. So, but what you're saying to me is that all you pussies... Outside the box, okay, all you pussies that are outside the box are protected because you're pussy and you cry and bitch, but all the guys inside the box, you guys got to man up, dog. Don't worry about your fucking contract. Don't worry about getting your second contract. You might get your knees cut out and end your fucking career, but those DBs and them wideouts and shit, we're good. You protect those guys. We got to protect these guys. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I'm just telling you. It's fucking unbelievable, man, that we're really going to be that soft and try to eliminate cut blocks in college football. Like, what in the fuck are we becoming? Holy fuck me, man. Like, we got to be this soft. I got to read you guys something, man, that you're going to really fucking... uh, I I think this community is starting... Even if you disagree with me, we have good conversations. Um, But I want you to hear this one. Gabe Gotti, Slap, Richard, I want you to hear this shit, okay? JFK, Brad, I want you all to hear this, all right? Jay Henry. ETSU, I want you to hear this fucking thing right here, okay? I want to tell you, I want to show you how much of a scam that this whole COVID fucking thing has become and how they fuck, are fucking our youth and high school athletics and what's going to trickle into college athletics and it trickles into the fucking real world and it allows us to be soft pussy every day. I want you to hear this shit right here, okay? I'm going to fucking read you. I'm going to read you something that you have to fucking please get this out there and and get this spread. Sports physicals are done primarily to make sure you are not at high risk for sudden cardiac death on a playing field. I'm going to repeat that sports physicals are done primarily to make sure you are not at risk for sudden cardiac death on a playing field. End quote. Now I'm going to move on to the next quote. COVID vaccinations affects your risk. Please understand what I'm telling you. COVID vaccinations affects your risk. In response to worldwide experience and vaccine adverse event monitoring, We are adopting a more precautionary sports physical sign-off policy. If you have received doses of any COVID shot, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports without performing lab work and possibly an echocardiogram, an EKG. To rule out potential heart damage. If, repeat this, if you have received doses of any COVID shot vaccine, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports without performing lab work and possibly an EKG to rule out potential heart damage. Now, I hope you guys understood what I just said. At first, we had to get a vaccine for all youth and all kids, and everyone had to be a vaccine. We had to wear masks. We couldn't touch a fucking football on a football field out in the fucking open for a whole year. But you now won't allow these kids who you forced to get a vaccine. Now you won't even allow them to compete Without doing an EKG, you gotta be shitting me, man. Like, why there isn't civil war <laughs> coming down the pipe, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Cause I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. It is the biggest mockery and slap in our fucking world's face that I've ever been a part of associated with and i wish i knew why this was and why our government's so shady but it just has to be something man it has to be some money involved in some type of way or shape or form but this is appalling it's very fucking sad even that our even though you know i give our little youngsters shit and i bitch and moan because how soft they are and all this old shit this to do this to kids who just do not simply do not know any better You tell them to do one thing and then you fuck them. It's unbelievable, man. I I really... I'm lost for words. When I got this note and saw this thing, I just said, you got to be shitting me. It's got to be a fucking joke. Um, But that is is a true statement. It is true. It's going on. And it's already in a fucking... Football is already being eliminated with numbers because it's just... You got CTE scaring out there. You got the contact the parents don't want to see. You're, that's scaring you. Then you got the just flat out bitches and lazy. That's eliminating players from going out to play football. You have no more P.E. really. So they don't even have any type of thing. They're worried about being on their phones and playing fucking Fortnite. So. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um I'll put the link in. You guys can call in. Um if I can get through it cuz I got a lot to discuss. If I can take a call during that, I will. Um but I will put the link in. You guys can call in and discuss that. Um Calvin Ridley suspended for betting on games. You know, my thing is this, man, it, you don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That's a okay? That's fucking A. Alright, number one. Um and B, like I said, we just discussed picking and choosing what we fucking suspend guys for. You know, Tyree Kill, you can play. You know, Ray Rice, you could hit a fucking female on camera. Well, I mean, we got fucking dudes hitting girls all over the place, you know, and, and, and this is a fucking um No, you use FanDuel. He used FanDuel, man. Jake uh, Dalton, he used FanDuel. Jaden Daniels, man, the the starting. I mean, let me put it in quote. The the fucking starting quarterback at ASU leaves Arizona State, transfers to LSU. I have a bet going on with some friends of mine that actually coached Jaden. I said this is the last you'll ever hear from the kid. I said this will be the last time you hear from this kid. Because I'm just telling you, go Tiger. (laughs) He's not built that way. I'm just telling you. That motherfucker ain't going to make it. He was a starter, dog. You got game film for the NFL. Why the fuck are you leaving? Like you got people, it's so disrespectful. We got motherfuckers that would love a scholarship at Arizona State, and we're leaving a starting school to go to play another one to test the waters to see if the green the grass is greener. I mean, god damn, dog! It, it, it just don't, it blows my mind. It blows my fucking mind. And I, I I got a lot to talk about with the Calvin Ridley thing because there's so much. It's just the narrative gets pushed for one thing but not the other. You know, I'm, I'm going to get into um, what Brad's discussing on the chat. I'm going to get into that later because I have a whole segment discussed with this. But Calvin Ridley suspended on, on betting for $1,500 and Deshaun Watson, which has 22 cases pending, who's still in the NFL. I'm going to dive into that at, towards the end of the show in the meat and potatoes segment. Um, I'm going to take a call real quick. Gabe Gotti's on. Gabe, you hear me? West Coast. Hey, West, West. Hey, let me ask you this, dog, because uh, I'm going to discuss it later here. And, and uh, before we get too deep into this, um, two things, obviously. Calvin Ridley suspended for betting on FanDuel using his name. Calvin Ridley at the Atlanta Falcon. Uh, number one. Number two. Um, how do you have 22 charges pending for rape? Or, or, or domestic violence of some sort, sodomy, grasp, groping, whatever right. you want to call it. Right. And, and you suspend a motherfucker for a season, which by the way, it's indefinite suspension. So he's not even welcome back in 23 yet. He has to appeal that. Yeah. Um, but this motherfucker, Deshaun Watson, who has 44 females coming forward and saying this, this motherfucker is a weirdo. Uh, he's not suspended by the NFL though. Um, I, how do you make sense of that
2: let me speak on it so the uh that's why i called in early because the whole uh good good old boys club that shit's got to stop and and that's that's all that shit is it's a judge is giving a good old boy uh too many breaks and it's ridiculous because i have this argument all the time with people about you know, these sex offenders go out and do all this shit and then go hide in prison under some uh, protective custody bullshit. And it's just there's no consequences. And and in this uh, millennial way of thinking, there's even less consequences. So at some point, we got to get it right, man, because this motherfucker is a predator. Me and JB got daughters. I'm sure all y'all got daughters. I, I take it personal. Like he's done it before with a four. what do you have in common with a 14 year old bro like what's this guy's fucking problem he should have never even been out this long but you know what <laughs> yeah. they get a slap on the fucking hand and then they get to hide from the real guys in the joint you know that jb yep 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 oh <laughs> shit they protect them and it's one of my biggest pet peeves with the the whole laws on that and i'm not big on laws but man sex offenders that they don't get shit, man. They get a slap on the hand. Even if you don't know, even if they don't have a good old boy backing them up. You
0: well, know how that. many, how many, how many priests and politicians are, are, are former fucking violators? Exactly. <laughs> like they're fucking getting jobs that only we would, you know, people that we know are yearning for. These motherfuckers are trying to get a job at that level that are really good folks and can't get it because these motherfucking pedophiles are occupying them. Like, right. how the fuck is this world this way? Like, just, it is what it is, dog. I guess it's a dog-eat-dog yeah. dog world. Like, We know that shit. But, um, man, I don't know, man. To me, it's crazy. And then, obviously, you heard me read off that fucking uh, COVID deal with the players, with the young kids. Uh I don't even that's know. Now you got to get an EKG if you got a vaccine. So I don't understand. You're, you were told to get a vaccine. Yeah. And it's now not- you, if you got one now, you may not be able to play.
2: <laughs> it's double standards. That's what we're doing. That's that's what we're basically showing the next few generations is that we're full of double standards. It's yeah. okay here, but it's not okay there.
0: Yeah, it's hypocrisy at its finest, man. But that's what this government was founded on, I guess. So, you know. Yes,
2: sir. Hey, Did you see What's-His-Name's Retirement? Remember we were talking about it Friday? Who? The the coach over there that retired. Coach K? Yeah. Could you believe it? That that was a pretty good show they put on that day.
0: Yeah, I'm going to talk about that here right now. Um, Call back at the end uh, in a couple minutes because it's going to be a pretty quick show today. It's going to only go about two hours. We're already at hour 10 in it. I'm going to get through the rest of the shit and then take some more calls.
2: Have an after hours. I am. All right. Westside.
0: Peace. Um I got to get to this Coach K's last game was this past Saturday and he lost. He lost. It can't sit well with him. It cannot sit well with him. The team I got I got a double standard on this deal man just like me and Gabe just talked about. I want you to hear this one, okay? I want you guys to understand this what I'm about to say. The team that Coach K coaches at Duke For them not to come out with their fucking pants on fire and get a victory for him against arch fucking rival North Carolina is truly unacceptable to me. If you had any respect at all and you had any fight and grit at all. For that man for what he's done for the history without ever without ever really having any fucking criminal acts filed against him or you know, you can say what he did with Zion and paid off some folks. Who doesn't fuck, right? <laughs> but if you fucking went to that school to play for that man and you come out lackluster as you did against North Carolina, you should be embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Um, I was truly embarrassed for him because he was pissed. And if you heard his speech after the game, talking to the crowd saying, no, please shut up and listen. This ain't acceptable to me. I truly believe him. And he was pissed and embarrassed. He was fucking embarrassed. And you're selling tickets for eight grand to see that game. They were selling those tickets like the Super Bowl. But you know what? I'm going to flip the fucking coin and I'm going to be play devil's advocate, dog. Kudos to North Carolina and the coach to get those guys to win on Coach K's last game. Well, damn, coach, that's just kind of going against it. Fuck yeah, it is. You know why? Because this is dog eat dog world, dog. Fucking sports is competitive. It's a fucking results oriented fucking business. And for North Carolina to go say, fuck Coach K, motherfucking's last game. They're not going to have a fucking record in the history books that says they beat North Carolina on, our, on his last fucking game. Fuck him. Kudos to that motherfucker in North Carolina for going in there and putting that mindset into his guys. See what I'm saying? That's the shit I talk about. That's what a lot of cats can't grasp and don't understand. They'd rather hit the fucking transfer portal. They'd rather bitch out. And some people, I tell you right now, some motherfucking people may be like, man, North Carolina should have let Coach K win. (laughs) Fuck no. I would have said, motherfucker, we're about to beat these motherfuckers' ass. And, you know... They got it done, man, and Coach K, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I would either watch out if I was the NCAA because Duke might go on a fucking run and if he could get through those pussy-ass motherfuckers or maybe don't watch out because maybe his kids are a bunch of pussies. If they couldn't show up for his last home game, they may get beat first fucking round, man. I'm just telling you, that is how this thing works. This is how it works. And I just feel bad for Coach K because he fucking couldn't get his players to show up. And sometimes it goes like that. Look at my last year, dog. Two and eight. My motherfuckers were, had a bad nucleus. Sometimes, dog. It, it, I'm just telling you. It's fucking crazy. You know? It's really sad and fucking bad. And I don't know if you heard about the kid who... Um, Who set out. This motherfucker set out against Ohio State. He's the Michigan center. Michigan center set out the game versus Ohio State because supposedly he had a stomach ailment. So this motherfucker has the bubble guts. The BGs, we call them. He has the bubble guts and taps out. This motherfucker tapped out on his team. And did not play against Ohio State. You know what the Twitter world keyboard cowards went to saying? They said, go, where we go? NIT, here we come. Michigan's going to come to the NIT. We're going to get our fucking ass beat by Ohio State. We're done. Guess what happened? Michigan won. You know why they won? In my fucking experience. They won because the pussy backfired them. The pussy stepped out and left them. And you know what some motherfuckers did? They dropped their nuts. The coach got after the team that did play and said, fuck this motherfucker. He don't want to be with us and play? Fuck him. You know why, dog? You know why I say that? Because, dog, addition by subtraction is a real fucking thing. Addition by subtraction is a real thing. Jake, good looking out, Jake. You listen to me sometime. Jake literally said it as I said it. He literally typed it in the chat as I said it. Fucking Jake. Now, if you were a member, dog, fucking my dick might get hard. But if you're not a member, I just gave you a shout out. Addition by subtraction. Just being real. That's real shit. His name is Hunter Dickinson, by the way. That was the guy at fucking Michigan. Um, Kirk Herbstreit is about to do some shit that's unprecedented. He's supposed to sign with Amazon, but again, he's going to stay with ESPN. Have you guys heard about the transfer portal camps that are, people are throwing? People are throwing transfer portal camps. I'm so done, dog. I'm so done with the whole fucking transfer portal shit. It's, it's fucking comical. I'm not even going to dive into it. Just understand what I said. They're having transfer portal camps. That's all you need to hear. That's all you need to know. You don't need to hear shit else and know anything else. You heard what I said. Go Google it. Go type it into Twitter, Instagram. They're having transfer portal camps nowadays. And people are going to buy $250 camp fees they're going to pay to go to these transfer portal camps. Just mark my fucking word. That's how fucking dumb you parents are. Mostly you single moms out there. Go do some fucking research. Because in six months you're going to be crying and bitching about everybody talking about, Why did we go to the transfer camp? We paid $250 and my kids still didn't get a scholarship. Shut the fuck up. Because you're a dumb. <laughs> Anyway, I got some beef to. I got to get this off my chest, Alan. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the very. I'm gonna be a very unpopular human being after this. I got 120 people in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I appreciate everybody in here. Hit the fucking bell notification and become a member, dog. We got a couple of people that become members today. I appreciate you guys on the Septic Podcast, Merciless Monday. Shout out to everybody here on this Merciless Monday. We take no fucking mercy, so I'm gonna take no mercy. And I'm going to discuss something that a lot of people are not going to agree with. But I'm going to make sure that you fucking can prove to me why I'm wrong. Here we go. I haven't seen Lucy. Is Lucy in here today? Steph Curry is not that dude. Sorry, I'm dropping the mic, motherfucker. Steph Curry is not that dude, folks. Sorry, let's debate it. Greatest shooter ever? Possibly. He looks back at the crowd, and he makes these threes, and he looks all pretty and shit, and I get it. It's clowning and motherfucker clowns, and he does a lot of shit. But he cannot win without KD, cannot win without Draymond, cannot win without a healthy Clay. Now, we all need fucking other dudes to go get it done. I get it. Everyone has another player to help them out, and people get stars, and I understand all that. But he has never, ever carried a team. Like a Kobe, like a Magic, like a Bird, like even a LeBron, like a Giannis. He just isn't that dude without other dudes. He cannot carry a team. Devin Booker right now is carrying Phoenix without Chris Paul. The Clippers are winning with role players playing in unity, playing for fucking their coach, Without Kawhi and Paul George. But we want to continue to anoint a guy who looks pretty. Shooting from fucking half court. That continues to lose 8 out of 10 games. Who has never won a championship by himself or led a team. Not by himself. We understand what I mean. He has never been able to make teammates around him better. Drummond Green makes teammates around him better than Steph Curry does. <sighs> Alexander, man, I don't agree. I do not agree that he elevates his teams at all. He does not elevate his players at all. They lost to fucking Memphis, bruh, in a play in. How the fuck can you say that? Like, how do people say this dumb shit? <coughs> I really don't get it. You can blitz him. You can blitz him. Alex Grotto, I didn't say I don't respect him for staying at one team. I love Steph Curry, and I I love the fact that he don't fucking leave and chase the ring. And I love the fact that he's won there. But remember, KD had to come there, or he wouldn't have got those. They gave up a 3-1 lead. When Draymond got hurt... Versus a Cleveland team that should have never even been in the mix. The series should have been over. But Draymond Green got hurt when they were up. Do you remember? And what happened? Curry could not get one victory to win a ring? Now, if Curry would have won that series, I would have said, you know what? Fuck, dog. At least he carried him. Dog, Draymond, if you haven't looked at the if the history of Curry, if Draymond Green don't play, Curry don't fucking do well. He can't win. Draymond Green is the most valuable player on the Golden State Warriors. It's been that way for fucking eight years. <laughs> but you guys don't look at it like that. You want to see this pretty motherfucker just shoot threes from fucking half court and think he's the best shit ever. Motherfucker, please. He ain't close. He's a great shooter, yes. That don't win games, dog. Shooting half court shots don't win games. Ask fucking James Harden. Go ask James Harden, dog. <laughs> the motherfucker thinks you can win by just doing these dumbass three point shots, dog. That don't do shit. It doesn't do shit. Draymond Green makes his team better, dog. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Jake Dalton, I appreciate you, dog. <laughs> Much love to you for becoming a member. How do I hate baseball but like basketball, A. Drew? Well, because basketball is more exciting. I mean, I'm sorry. I hate to be, I hate to break this science down to you, A. Drew. Um, I think basketball is just a tad bit more entertaining. I think I'd rather see a motherfucker bang and dunk on somebody than a white fielder sitting in the fucking field, scratching his nuts, eating fucking sunflower seeds, or have a fucking dip in his mouth and do nothing. I'm sorry. I'd rather watch that game than a game that does nothing with 3,000 people in the fucking crowd, and they don't fucking ever hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. But, Andrew, hey, you're a fucking member, man. So I fucking shout out to you and answer your question any fucking time you ask it. Um, Steph Curry's not that dude, bro. You can blitz him, and he can't do shit. He ain't 6'8 to read over. He can't look over the defense because he's not that LeBron or Giannis. He ain't the 6'8 guy who can handle the ball. He's a 6'3 guy. You can pressure him. He's not the great distributor of the rock that some people thinks he is. He's not. He don't make people around him better. I'm just saying. I just wanted to make sure I fucking let that out there, Alby. Much love to you, Alby, coming a member. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, no, nothing personal. You know what I'm saying? Just strictly business, like EPMD. Ryan Barnes, much love to you. Dan Hayes, you're pretty much similar. You're right on. Like the small Kyler Murrays of the world. The quarterbacks that can't see over the six, eight fucking o tackles, dog. (laughs) Um, Eric Wachakowski, I appreciate the $1.99, which is basically the same charge as a member for a month. You might as well just become a member, Eric. Eric. Man, I, I it's crazy. Listen, we're about to get into the meat potatoes of this thing. I'm going to fucking end this show with a bang. I have a lot to discuss. Hopefully you're ready to hear some real, real shit. I'm going to get into Lamar Jackson and the black quarterback debate. Allen, hopefully he can chime in. Uh, Allen loves Lamar Jackson. I love Lamar Jackson. I don't believe he's the great quarterback, and I don't believe he's ever going to win. But we're going to discuss this. Black quarterback debate and Lamar Jackson going on with LeBron James and basically saying there's still a lot of issues with black quarterbacks. I do agree, but I'm going to tell you why that is. And I'm going to get into a lot of this thing. Um, Dawson Denning, I'm going to block you now because you're just annoying me. And you keep asking me about Bishop Sycamore. I have no idea who that is. A, B, you're not a member, so you are blocked. Uh, you're a fucking idiot, and I don't like you. So, all right, now I'm not drinking on shit, Albie. I'm not drinking on shit, but a round cylindrical object, fucking straw, and a and a Starbucks. Hey, I'm gonna fucking put the chat back in here, um, into the chat. I'm gonna put the link to the chat to call in. You guys can call in. I'm gonna put the trivia question on the board here in a minute. As soon as somebody calls in, I got a good trivia question. Um, there's 115 people in here. I'm going to let my dogs out to piss. I will be back in fucking three minutes and I'm going to get into the meat and potatoes of this fucking merciless Monday, um, show. And I appreciate everybody coming in here today and, uh, I'll be back in three minutes. Appreciate you. Peace. We all grew up together out here. So, um, you know, I hope Eric gets a shot, man. I, the people that, you know, they hired a dude, the Eagles hire, old boy, this motherfucker can't even speak on the damn mic like and they're saying eric don't interview well like well shit, he still deserves a shot to say he failed or he proved himself like this dude's getting a shot he can't even speak
1: you know you know oh, when dude. people don't interview well that means they're not speaking your language
0: no that's exactly right i was about to say the same like, shit. Hell yeah, like, you're right like,
1: like when they say you know what i'm saying yeah. you don't know what they're saying ain't speaking to say you know what i'm saying Do you understand? Nah, I don't understand. That's basically what they're saying.
0: Hell yeah, that's what it is, man. And like I said, until we get some black owners in there, man, to get some black GMs, we got to – it's just one of them things, man. I've had multiple people on talking about it. It's just – it's a shitty thing. We got this Rooney rule, and I don't know if you agree. You know, it's controversial. I've had Marcellus Wiley on. We grew up together as well, man, and Larry Allen and and different dudes in Compton. And we were talking about this, man, before I let you get out of here. I'm like – you know, man, if I was Marvin Jones or Marvin Lewis, who who took these token interviews with the Cowboys last year and a couple other dudes, and I know Marvin a little bit. Marvin's a great dude. He was at Arizona State last year, but I would be like Marvin, fuck him, don't 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 interview, don't take the interview, because you know, and it's hard to do though. And he, and he told me he's like, JV, it's hard to do for the young brothers though, it's coming up, because if the young brothers see me turn it down, then. They don't have a shot, and I, and it's just in a horrible catch-22 situation, man, and I just think that it's uh, JB, it's let's, be real.
1: let's be real. I love Marvin, but Marvin got to know these people ain't hiring his ass, man. That's what I said. Come on. <laughs> Marvin, man, you, you understand you got the longest tenure for a losing coach in Cincinnati, a black losing coach.
0: Yeah, what, shit, 12, 15 years damn near.
1: Come on, man. You, you not, you're not getting that. You're not getting that. That's exactly not, right. That's not going to happen. Come on. Come oh, on. Come on. Come on. You guys want some? Come on.
0: Come on. Come on. 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 To end this thing Gotta get these dogs Some bones Alright, alright, alright Alright, I'm back Appreciate you guys Sticking around Uh, Man, shout out to everybody We didn't lose one Fucking person While I was gone Josh, what up? What's up, booth? Chillin' Uso, right. chillin', chilling, chilling. Um. Yeah. I did talk about LeBron's 56 points, but I said I didn't say he's I said he's not gonna sustain that for very long. All right, Uso, you ready for this football question? Hit me. All right, here we go. Trivia question is out there. How many coaches have won both a national title and a Super Bowl? And name them. A national title and a Super Bowl title. Yep. Pete Carroll. There's one. Um, Get out. Nick Saban didn't win.
1: Um, Trying to think of all the college. Uh, Jay,
0: you know the question? How, How many is there? Shit. You got it. That's part of the question. You gotta you gotta tell me how many there are and then name them. I don't know if Gabe knows. Gabe, you here? Gabe, oh, you listening?
2: Man, I'm drunken in jail. Uh, I give it
0: a to coach. You over there googling it, motherfucker? What you mean? Come on, Jay. You already got a hoodie. You got a hoodie on. You know you you know you're over there googling it right now. Uh, <laughs> I
2: Google, I that's the only one I can think of off top.
0: Yeah, you guys didn't get it. Well, nobody got it. Uh, There's three coaches that have done it, and it's Switzer, Jimmy Johnson, and Pete Carroll. Oh,
1: fuck. Jimmy Johnson.
0: Miami. Fuck. Yes, sir. And Switzer, Oklahoma, and the Cowboys. They both won at the Cowboys, by the way. I knew Jimmy Johnson. I wouldn't wouldn't think of Switzer, though. Yep, yep, yep. So you guys fucked up, Jay. (laughs) Hey, uh. Hey, I'm going to get to the end of this show. I'm going to get to the end of this show, and then I'll I'll take callers again on the after hours. All right. Appreciate you. Um, Get down, Ash. All right, look. I'm going to get into the final final bit of this show, right? We got to get into this thing. I got to get into this fucking, uh, into the black quarterback debate. Um, Now, this is from a cat, me who has not only recruited black quarterbacks my entire life, but have coached them my entire life, at least for 20 years of, as a coach. So let's not even mention being grown up, you know, having grown up in Compton or being raised with by sisters my entire life. Let's not even get into that. But anyone who knows me just knows I keep it real. I'm never going to disrespect anyone or any race or anything unless you need that smoke because you started that fire. If you want, if you want to smoke because... You started the fire, didn't bring it. But other than that, having said that, let's dive into this shit, all right? Lamar Jackson, love the kid, talented as shit. I think there's a false narrative on the expectation among the current black quarterbacks, okay? I I, got to be real. I think there is a false narrative on the expectation, Coming from the current black quarterbacks, Allen, I want you to hear this one. I currently believe, I truly believe that the current black quarterbacks are as talented as we've ever seen. Stronger arms, faster. Most, a lot of them are bigger and more physical. You know, minus Kyler Murray, who's a small midget. Other than them, but this is the deal. I think they feel that they deserve some fucking credit and are deserving of this so-called bag because they are so talented, because they see each other as freaks out here balling. And I get it. I truly get it if I was a player currently in this landscape. But I'm here to play devil's advocate. So having said what I just said, athleticism and such is basically a perception that Black quarterbacks are athletes, not quarterbacks, because how how many black quarterbacks get drafted in the NFL says, oh, you need to play receiver. You need to go play corner like we hear that all the time. Correct. So. This is the deal. It is a false narrative in the fact that they aren't growing as quarterbacks from college day one to the current NFL situation that they're in. That's just my true belief. Lamar, Kyler, Deshaun Watson, Dak, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Jameis Winston. Now these are all dudes that are, have played. A lot of them have had some success. A lot of them have underachieved. Um, in my opinion, um, Russell Wilson's won a Super Bowl. Um, No one else on that list has. And I'm getting to what you're saying, Alan, exactly what I'm kind of saying. But, Alan, I want to see if you agree to me with this, okay? Alan, can you call in? If you can call in, hit me up. Um, Here's the chat. I'm going to throw it back in there. If Alan can call in, I want to discuss this with Alan. Um, It'd be good to talk to you um, about this. But... He goes on the shop. Okay, that is a LeBron and a, a show that is that is basically produced, um, basically produced by Maverick Carter. Maverick Carter does a lot of good things. Um, he's produced this show called The Shop. LeBron's on there, and they bring they bring certain people on. Alan, you watch the shop?
1: Yeah, I saw it.
0: So, you know, everybody that's been on the shop has fucking either got arrested or fucking failed miserably right after they left the shop. Did you see AB left the shop and that motherfucker walk off the field and naked the next week?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think he was like, he was like one of the first ones to be in that show. right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, you know, I love these motherfuckers, man. I think that this is the thing, Alan. I'm going to break it down for all you guys out there listening that don't understand this. This is the thing that you can attest to. We talked about it. Me and Alan talked about it last week a little bit, but. The number one job for a black quarterback, in my opinion, to get recruited, they're the highest recruited kids in America every single year. Every college in America are looking for this freaking nature quarterback. Guess what he is? He's a brother. So they recruit him and they get him. And guess what happens? They don't train him. They don't coach him. They don't teach him how to become an NFL quarterback. You know what they do? They teach him how to win the head coach games so that they can keep their job. But they forget to teach these kids how to take an under center snap, how to fucking do anything that is going to fucking be, help them be successful in the NFL to earn their bag. And guess what happens? They become these athletes, freaks of nature in the NFL, who are stagnant and sitting there not getting better at all. Because in college for three years at most, maybe four at the most, They teach them to go fast, have a fucking tempo offense, let's put them in the shotgun, let's run RPO and triple option, but let's not train them how to read defense, let's not train them how to fucking understand pass protection. Do you know how many college quarterbacks I I talk to that have not a fucking clue what the D-line does, what the D-front is, what the O-line is, what the protection scheme is, and they go to the NFL... And you think they're going to be successful, dog? They're just going fast. They're just trying to play fast, and they're trying to use their athleticism. Well, it only goes so far. You just seen Justin Davis, right? He's 6'6", 340. He runs a 478. He's faster than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, do you guys understand that the NFL is going to fucking figure you out even though you're athletic as shit in college? And the NFL, dog, you're just another motherfucker. So guess what you have to do? You got to figure out how to read coverage. You got to figure out how to be better. So my thing is, Alan, I don't, I don't know, man. I, you know, there's this thing going on and they had a, uh, they had a uh, Stephen a and them on today and they were talking about all this shit. And of course, Stephen A mm-hmm. fucked up to take and Booger had to be like, or not Booger, but the <laughs> other one, he was like, he was like, you know, why is only black kids talked about as changing positions? And I'm sitting there thinking, well, to me, it's a dumbass question because it's a hypocritical one. Like, number one is there ain't no fucking, well, how many white kids do you know out there that are quarterbacks that are athletic enough to play another fucking position? Taysom Hill? One motherfucker, Taysom Hill. <laughs> so many. so let's be honest Why would we ever discuss A white kid playing another position They're not athletic enough So it's only the brothers we talk about Because they're the brothers that are fucking at, They're the freaks of nature That fucking can play multiple positions Now Now if you're going to d- you know, if you're going to fucking degrade a brother just because now you're, now you're basically calling motherfuckers stupid if you're saying, well, they can't think enough and they're not smart enough, bullshit. Donovan McNabb is yeah. simply one of the smartest humans I've ever talked about with football. Donovan McNabb is one of the smartest motherfuckers yeah. And I'm sure you can talk to Andy Reid. I'm sure you you don't play in the NFL for that long if you're that if you're fucking a dumbass. I mean, motherfuckers don't grasp that concept. Lamar Jackson, they say, is very very smart. My boy recruited him to Louisville, and mm-hmm. he's he's not overwhelmed at all by fucking mm-hmm. NFL playbook. Dak Dak Prescott is not overwhelmed at all. Patrick Mahomes is they some people say he's a fucking genius. So. I don't want to hear all that bullshit. All I'm telling you is there's more to it, Alan. I think, and you know as a black quarterback in college, Alan, like tell me, yeah, tell these people, what was a UTSA or a Rhode Island quarterback coach day look like? Did, were they sitting there training you on fucking how to take a drop under center or were they teaching you pass you know, protection?
1: Like my first year, I would say yeah, and then they fired my OC. But the next OC, no, because – um. I feel like they was just rushing the process. They, they was just trying to get through, through the scream of practice, right. the script of practice. Yep. That's all they was, they was just trying to do, get through the day. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, they'll coach is hard, but it was never, oh, come sit, come watch film, because they never had time to do any of that. So that's the problem, I think it is. And, they expect you to and, and like you, And let all, me ask,
0: if this is a fair question, is it because, yeah. before you say the rest, is it because... You're at UTSA. Coach is on the whim. They're going mm-hmm. through another one. The coach is on the on the way out, maybe. He's worried about his gig. So what are they trying to do? They're mm-hmm. just trying to go fast. They hired a new OC, yep. like you said, because mm-hmm. they're trying to save his job. And yep. And look how many quarterbacks you went through. You were in there playing, and they tried to move you. Yeah, but they did, actually. <laughs> See, exactly. <laughs> so like, you, motherfuckers uh, act like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But go ahead. All right, tell the rest.
1: Yeah, the craziest thing, like, I ever heard, like, it was eight of us in one room, quarterbacks coach, yeah, eight crazy. of us, that's and good. and there was three black, black, three of us was black, and um they came to me, they was like, Alan, we want to change your position, because we believe you're the most athletic out of all of them, and we need you to play receiver, yeah. but I was talking to him, I'm like, bro, like, what do you mean, why do I have to be the one to move, because it's like, you can run like a receiver, like a giraffe, you know, he's just trying to sweet-talk me, and... To this day man, I'm not cool with that dude like the head coach. And he's in trouble right now at LSU. So, I'm to this day like I'm not good with him at all, like for real. But yeah, that's what I what I went through, man, as a, being black quarterback and knowing how to run, you know what I'm
0: saying? It's and crazy. and you have a talent to go further and mm-hmm. I don't believe they gave you a shot. I th- I believe in my opinion, nah. if I was coaching you in my opinion, uh-huh. I believe not only could you have gone on to play in the USFL, in the XFL, some type of fucking Mm -hmm. CFL, but you never, to me, weren't given that opportunity. So now it's like, well, fuck, why not? Well, it goes for the big name quarterback as well that, that, you know, um, it goes for the big name quarterback out there that. O oh, two five six nine six. It goes to the you know the ones that I'm talking about now that don't get coached and trained up and gets and, and are mm-hmm. freaks of nature. The NFL first rounders second rounders talent, and they don't get coached up, and now you see them basically stuck at the same spot they were as a rookie. Like funny. these motherfuckers haven't grown. Like they haven't gotten better. Now Lamar Jackson, everyone's got an MVP. Well, this is the thing though. You get better by how far your team goes. And I understand there's team, there's players on shitty teams. But what I'm saying is when you have a team that's pretty much in the mix with all the other good teams in the NFL as far as roster, the Baltimore Ravens roster from top to bottom is competitive with any roster. They're competitive. Now, yep. they may not be the best, but they're very competitive. They always have a shot. And, you know... um, I don't know, man. Like it to me, it's like that's the guy that has to get him over the top. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. you have to get a mm-hmm. team that's not as good to beat a team that's a Agreed. little better. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't understand how that's so hard to grasp, but um, I don't know, man. Like, the it's thing like, I was saying with Lamar,
1: yeah, he just like I never see him. He probably do have one, but like I never see him like have like work out with a coach in the offseason, like a guy that played in the NFL, like Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, like those guys do. Like, I just never see it. So I think that's the issue with him. He just needs to go out and find somebody that can help him do it. that. And I, I think, like, you can see some flashes where he's sitting in the pocket and let the ball rip. Like, he can throw. It's just right. they either don't trust him to throw the ball with the Ravens or Jim Harbaugh is just a running team. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I feel like he can become that passer that everybody wants him to be. But – he got to start with him. He wanna. He got to find a coach. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna teach him to do all that. Yeah, I... and he has the money to do it. You know, it's just willing. It's who's gonna teach him? Who's gonna want to coach him? So.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why he's still doing the same shit. Like, I don't understand how he just. <laughs> I, I don't get it, dog. Like, you have an opportunity. You got the opportunity to be the fucking best, and um. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. It blows my mind, man. But I just wanted to talk about that because it's, it's been a big thing. And Lamar said there's still an issue with black quarterbacks. Um, but at the same you time, you know, I don't know. I just think that his job is to, you know, he's got to elevate the team that has a competitive roster. That's basically, you know, besides Hollywood Brown, I think they do struggle at wideout. I don't think they have a wideout crew. Yep. They don't have a whiteout crew. But at the same time, though, they're not built that way. He's not a guy that's going to sit in the pocket and throw it around like Tom Brady. So why even get him? You know, get him some better tight ends. Get him some fucking running backs, which they've had. They've had good chances to win. They've had, they've led the league in rushing. They've had good defense. Mm-hmm. And Lamar's had great games. But it's just he struggles in the playoffs. He struggles versus teams that drop eight on him and make him have to figure out the decision to make a good throw in a, in a window. And I broken I yep. broken him down. And I'm not just picking on Lamar. I'm talking about uh, just the narrative. Right. You know, Lamar is always the one they pick on and shit, which is unfortunate. You know how that is. That's fucked up that everyone yep. picks on Lamar. <laughs> um, yep. And it's just because he's the popular one. And and you know, Alan, in this business, man, you're the goat or the hero. Like nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like nobody gives a fuck. You know what I mean? And uh, it's sad, man. It's sad. But why? though, what up, man? You are you in Miami? <laughs>
3: Nah, not Miami, Coach. Treasure Coast. A little bit north, but I'm taking all of Florida.
0: Oh, yeah, Allen knows
3: where that is. Allen's <laughs> from that where area. Where you at? I represent. Port St. Lucie. We representing the Treasure oh, Coast. Port St. Lucie.
0: Right okay, yeah, but, yeah. He, up,
1: he up the road a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey,
3: but on that same topic, Coach, I got a quick question. One of my dear friends is a, a athletic quarterback, 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 until he hit that college time. And he had two cho- had choice to make. He had bigger schools saying, Buffalo saying, come be an athlete. We'll see. And he had a smaller kind of school, which was FAU, saying, come be my quarterback. And he chose to go be the quarterback. What do you tell that guy? Do you go take the bigger route to be the athlete? Or do you go be that quarterback if they promise you that promise? He ended up going you, to I, court I, 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 tell, I,
0: no I go, I say you go after your dream if that's what you're going to do. Now, mm-hmm. I would never tell a kid to fucking change his position unless I knew he has zero shot at playing the position he wants to play. <laughs> At my level first. So you have to be able to play at my level at the position you want to play for me to say, yes, sir, come here, play. I'll get you a scholarship. Like you got to be able to. But if you're not good enough to play for me at the position you want to play, I'm going to tell you, hey, dog, you're probably not going to play quarterback for me here at wherever Mm -hmm. school I'm at. So therefore. You should think about playing the athlete at that big school if that's where you're getting signed to go do. Now, if you if you're a freak, and I say, oh man, you could play big time. I'm never gonna lie to a kid. I never have. I'm gonna be like, hey dog, you come play for me, and I'll get you re-recruited. That's what it's the key is re-recruited. Um, a lot of these coaches lie to these motherfuckers though, man. They they they'll straight lie to them and say, oh, you could play for me. And guess what they do? They try to switch you at their school. Mm-hmm. And now that kid's confidence level's shot, and then he's going to transfer, or mm-hmm. he's going to try something else, and not very, he doesn't, if you don't want to play a position, dog, in your brain, you are never going to be great at it. And I don't understand That's how true. a coach can't grasp that concept. Like. That's true. Why would I push you to fucking play tight end if I know deep down inside you grow up playing quarterback and want to play quarterback and want to be great at playing quarterback? I'll just mm-hmm. be honest and tell you, hey dog, you might not. This might not be the position for you, but if it is, I'll let you know. But that's what you don't get no more. You don't get the honesty, man. It's unfortunate. I can't be coaching at every single fucking school and every single kid in the world. If they can make clones of me, I, we'd be better off.
3: But yeah, and I think his biggest problem was because, he, you know, he's got the four, three, four, four speed. He's big. He's got all the. Hey, guys. dog. So he's does 31
0: other people that just ran in the combine
3: <laughs> <laughs> and to go from quarterback to receiver or, or a DB. Yeah, you need a different dog inside of you. You know what I mean? It's just oh,
0: like yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing about it. Like. Coaches try to change. Okay, let's, for instance, Allen's situation. He's at UTSA who had a good year last year. He's telling him, okay, go from a quarterback who's been basically running triple option, RPO, slinging the ball all over the place, to now go put your hand in the dirt and block Jermaine Johnson every snap at tight end. Get my ass toasted. So it's just, and that's not even that. Like, okay. I got nuts and guts. I'm going to battle you, but at the same time, that's not my fucking makeup. Like I wasn't made exactly. to do that. Like that's just exactly. true. That's just what it is. Now you can transform some folks. Like you know, I've I've taken tight ends and moved them to DN because why? Their body is very similar. They're fucking. They're 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 the same athlete in in theory. They're six six 240 They both can. Mm-hmm. They look that part. You know what I mean. Why am I going to take a fucking quarterback and move him over to tight end? <laughs> His quarterback, 6'3". Alan, 6'3", let's say 210, 220. And now you're going to fucking put on some weight on him. Let's put, a, okay, we're going to put 30 pounds on you in the off season, Alan. Okay, so now yep. I'm 6'3", 250? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. I didn't grow taller. I just got bigger. Exactly. The DN's still 6'8, (laughs) 260. See what I'm saying? And he runs 4'5'8. Jermaine Johnson just ran a 4'5'8. So understand, like, people don't realize, like, you're forcing dudes that you gave a scholarship to, by the way. Like, Mm -hmm. Allen was given a scholarship, recruited from me to get a scholarship at quarterback at UTSA. So I don't know, man. It's just, to me, it's just a big mockery. It's a fucked up deal. Do uh, hey, you know, do you know if uh,
3: Ryan? T- do you know if Ryan Tannehill was told to switch or if that was a his thing? I think that was a his thing.
0: Nah, that okay. was him. Yeah,
1: yeah, it had but, to be him because ain't no coach just gonna be like, "Oh, I want you to play quarterback." In yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, he he. And He, him was, now, product, him as we he was a product of fucking around in the in the out group. And with all brothers, he was the only white receiver, and he was throwing the ball around to him, and he was spinning that motherfucker. And everybody was like, damn. And they said, hey, dog, you'll never outrun Hollywood Brown and them, so fucking come over here and play quarterback and sit your ass in the pocket. Mm -hmm. That's what the fuck he's a victim of. There's only one Taysom hill dog that I know. There's, you know, that you know, as far as I mean, okay, you can play other positions. Go ahead and move, you know. I don't know, dog. I just don't see it a lot. It's just unfortunate that you that you know, brothers get a bad rap at quarterback, but it's not their fault. It's the fucking kid. It's the coaches at the high school and college level that are fucking them. And they're not preparing them for the NFL. And that is strictly the truth. But they don't want to talk about it. And you've never seen them mention that at all on ESPN. It's all about they try to throw in some type of race or issue. No, motherfucker. It comes down to fundamentally what happened in college and high school. We already know Lamar Jackson was the coldest athlete in the fucking state he played in or at the position he was at. But now how do we get this motherfucker to be the best at his position at the best level? That's what they don't look at when they recruit him. And that's what's fucked up. So
1: And that's what ESPN known for, Coach. You know they 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 known to bash
0: you. Oh yeah, they don't and get fucked. They're not they're not gonna that's, tell that's the real.
1: That's all they do. Yeah, they just they just want to get on and bash you.
0: Yep, they're not gonna tell the real. They're not gonna say the real. Now hey. Yeah, what's up, Alan?
1: No, I was gonna say, um, you gotta tell them that funny story that happened when we was at Indy, like when all our receivers went down, and then, um, like, all our receivers went down, and I had to step up and play receiver for Garden City that game.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, dog. <laughs> that's that's what
1: I'm, saying. I'm, I'm a team player, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, I'll do it if I have
0: to. No, I know. Yeah. But shit, you didn't want to. I mean, it's not like you, you know, you weren't fucking happy as shit. Like, that's what people don't get. Like, no, coaches. No, but-
1: No, but even for you, I would have done it for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no doubt. When you asked me, I was like, yeah, man, I'll do it. I don't care,
0: you know? Oh, oh, yeah, no doubt. There's no doubt about it. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of people don't understand as a coach, like, even as a coach, okay, you have to know in the back of your head that you have to play a game with the kids, not a a game to fuck them, but a game to say, okay, listen, dog, trust me, I'm not moving you there. I just need you for this fucking game because we lost – KP, Carl, everybody, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I need you just to play one da- one game, you know. But that's the problem; they don't do that no more. They t- they try to tell you to go there, and then guess what? They don't even talk to you no more, and you go. You're in a whiteout the- meeting the next week. Like, oh, I'm a whiteout yeah, now. Exactly.
1: That's exactly what they did. I already that's know. Exactly
0: I already know, dog. Oh. Like, come on, man. Like, it's fuck. That's oh, now exactly I'm a whiteout coach. Did. Like, I'm a whiteout. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker don't even tell me nothing. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, no, Allen, get your ass back over here in the quarterback room. Appreciate you. You got player of the week, by the way, on offense because you helped us do this, this, and this. You know how I am. That's how I would have did it. Yeah. But these motherfuckers don't do it. No. Nah. They're they fucking don't. crazy. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Tim Tebow should have never played in the NFL at quarterback. Yeah. They I mean, should have put that motherfucker tied in right away. I mean,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was a good college quarterback, but that release was not
0: going to last. Nah, long. that's what I'm saying. That's just a similar situation to uh, right now, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's just triple the athlete as him, but yeah. he struggles in mechanics. He struggles with fucking release. He drops the ball. His platform's low. Like, and he's not like, it's not like Lamar's 6'7". Like, Lamar's, you know, 6'3". Six, 6'3". Six, so, yep. Yeah, whatever, yeah. So, he's not you know, he's not like he's at least 6'6", six, six, like Cam Newton or something. No. Yep. But, all right, Alan, I appreciate you, dog. All right, Coach. I'll see you later on. I'm tuned in. Be safe I'm out down. there with Kanye and them. <laughs> you know me. All right, later. Uh, What up, Evan? Hey, what's good, Coach? What's going on? Chilling, man, chilling. Hey, so I got a question. It's not a sports question, but I think it's mad
2: important, honestly. Yeah. It's uh something I've never heard you talk about. How did you stay
1: positive when you were locked up?
0: How did I stay positive when I was locked up? Oh shit, yeah. that's easy, man. Fucking, it's called mental fortitude. I wasn't mentally weak. I wasn't gonna sit here and sit there and fucking cry over spilled milk. Um, you know, you could ask Gabe that question too. Like he was locked up much longer than I was, dog. He, I was only done. I only did eighteen months in a in a in a minimum security fucking pig farm called Tehachapi. <laughs> So like, you know, we were pig farming out there and uh, I was like, dude, there's no way in the world I'm going to die in here. There's no way in the world I'm going to do something dumb enough to stay in here. And I'm going to, when my dad, I'm going to be honest with you, one deciding factor was when my dad showed up on Thanksgiving and asked me about the turkey and shit, it hit me. I was like, why am I in here? You know what I'm saying? So it hit me like, why would I ever do that to a dude that did nothing but try to fucking make sure I was d- taking care of my father? And I'm sitting there like, I fucked this dude. You know what I'm saying? So that that is what hit me. But that's being a fucking, I guess, a human being with that er- learned how to respect folks and had some type of fucking self... Um, I guess some, you know, even though you can, you can call it an, a, a hypocritical statement, but I think he, they still taught me my dad, my grandfather, my, my mom, even like some class and dignity, even though, okay, you're in jail coach. You don't have class. Well, yeah, unfortunately that's not how it goes. Dumb fucks. That's what people, that's what everybody thinks. Unfortunately, there's a lot of motherfuckers in jail that didn't do shit either. dumbass. But, um, that is what hit me, though, the hardest. And I knew at Thanksgiving that I was going to be in there for Christmas. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Hey, uh, yeah. Gabe, answer that question, man. You know, uh, I think Gabe could answer it. Same thing. Gabe was sitting in there, so I wanted to bring him in. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. I'll answer it. But first, uh, JB, you see, I, I took him to my garage. I usually don't floss on motherfuckers.
0: Man. Oh, shit. He got the Lakers set up.
2: Yeah, I I have all the jerseys. I just I don't. I'm a private person, and you know I don't want to have to pull the fucking sawed-off Mossberg on the motherfucker. <laughs> you know you know how it is out here. Oh, drop your location. You don't want. Oh fuck that. I got hard dogs and guns. Hey,
0: look what happened to Pop Smoke.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. But yeah, uh, your prison question is this. You know, I spent sixteen Christmases and in prison 12 in a row and then on a pv a parole violation i spent another five away from my family and the only thing i can say like that you stay positive is do you is if you have something out here you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying a lot of guys in there they don't have nothing out here they they say they they want to go home they don't want to go home man they don't have nothing to come home to but when you have something to come home to your dad, your mom, stepmom, brothers, whatever. I had something to come home to, so I just kept positive like that. But you know, the the fellas, if you're from around the way, you're going to you're going to have your boys in there. So, you know, you're going to answer to somebody too, but at the same time, like I'm sure JB knows he it's it's not that big of a deal, man. I hate to say it, but half of the neighborhood is in there. So you're always going to see somebody that's going to be like, yo, he's with us.
0: Yeah, it's real. It's real shit, man. I don't know. A lot of people, I just think today's kids, today's generation is so mentally fucking weak or B they've been told something completely wrong or off cue and they fuck their minds up so bad that they think I can do this, this and this for so long and get away with it. And guess what happens? The real fucking world ends up hitting them in the mouth, and they have no answer. You know what their answer is, dog? Suicide. Fucking yeah. go be lazy, tuck your tail, and go be a bitch, and go fucking cry to, over spilled milk. Yeah. Like There's no fucking mental fortitude, and I'm going to say, fuck this, I'm going to come out of this shit and be better than ever, and da da That was the only mindset I had. I, I was like, dude, I'm never going to do All this right. again to my dad. All right. I was never going to fucking... Um, you know, be a bitch and bitch out. I was going to accept my fucking wrongdoing and yeah. I was going to do the time because I did the crime and then I'm going to get out and be better or I'm going to end up being right. a shit right? Like right. there ain't no fucking in between. I'm going to be a shit bird yeah. my whole life and disappoint my dad or I'm going to be fucking, I'm going to fix my wrongs and teach every single kid I ever coached how not to do shit. Yeah. And that's what I did. And I was somebody that was there and saw it and did it. And now I can tell kids, this is how you don't do shit. You want to fuck up and go to jail? Go do it, dumb motherfucker. But don't fucking sit here and tell me that you've done this and do that. Everyone's a gangster until the real gangster shows up. And the real gangster dog is jail. It's the fucking motherfuckers that are chasing your bitch ass that when you snitched, and yeah. all this old shit, everyone's a gangster, dog, on, on Twitter. But it's funny, yeah. when you see him in person, the motherfucker suck your dick and ask you for a fucking signed autograph.
2: Yeah. But hey, JB, on some real shit, like, my first day in prison, and I'm sure you had the same experiences, I felt super sorry for dudes that, like, didn't have, like, they didn't, you know what I mean? Like, they... I was embraced right when I came in, you know, I my dad's people, my people, my cousins, everybody like you know what I mean? It's a it's a different feeling. But I used to look at dudes like, damn, he he, he you know, is the an outsider and man, that's gotta be hard time. We're sort of blessed with if you're from LA and you grew up in any part of LA, you could be a fucking surfboarder, a skater or some shit, or a gangster, whatever you are. You're gonna your people are going to be in there. They're going to look out for you. But you know, it's those outside. It, it's the guys that go in there and do shit, and they're they're not. I guess passer throughers or whatever they are. But yeah, I used to feel sorry for that. Hey, my
0: boy, my boy Spree Spree can tell you a lot of crazy questions. His brother, his older brother Pokey Man, a guy I grew up with. He's older. He's actually almost sixty now. He's done time. Pelicans Bay, Rikers Island. Fucking. He's been to some of the craziest penitentiary in the country, all over the country. Spent yep. better half of his life in there, and uh, it's crazy how L.A. County is still worse and more. Yep. You hear more horror stories out of L.A. County than you do from these other spots because that is they basically that is a processing um, portal. That's the real yep. transfer fucking portal for the rest of the country yep. that goes to these high risk, uh, you know, high, big time penitentiaries. Yep and they end up staying in L.A. County for so long because of all the overcrowdedness and shit, and you get all these motherfucking killers and gangsters in one area, and you can't even get processed in L.A. County at the time. 90s shit takes 24 hours to get processed. You don't even get a glass of Gatorade or water. Yeah,
2: It's about a day and a half now. I I was in there in 2016 on a parole violation, and it took about two days to get the towers. You know the Game, I'll tell you out. the truth. I was
0: getting processed to 9,500 in 1994. And yeah. I, you know how you're handcuffed uh, sitting on the bench. Yeah. And I was this far from Gatorade. And, I, yeah. you know, the Gatorade thing's right there. So if you're close enough, you could get the water out of the Gatorade cooler. But if yeah. you're this far and you can't reach, dog, you don't get to ask nobody. You don't get to say, come on, man, push it over. Like, that's what cats don't get. And... Gay people don't realize, dog, you learn a lot of things in jail. I learned how to fucking make dice. Yep. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Toilet paper. Toilet paper, toothpaste, and water, and a pencil. Like, motherfuckers don't know how to, like, people don't know how to survive, know how to play 10,000. The dice game in jail, 10,000. Best fucking dice game in the world, dog. But people don't realize how to, like, there's a lot of things in jail that I was like, damn, there's a lot of shit in here. Like, hey, dog. How about we fucking get rid of the water in the shitter? Because every time this motherfucker shits, it splashes. Yeah. People don't realize that shit. And you get yeah. you get cats in fights in a cell because a motherfucker pisses on somebody. Like splashes on somebody. Because you got cats laying around, dog, on a floor. And there's only one pisser. Yeah. So... Unless you've been in jail, dog, it's not a proud thing. And I'm not here to sit here and say nah, I'm cool. I'm All I'm saying is like, people don't realize like there's a lot of things that go into this thing that are life lessons that you can teach others. And if you choose to teach others, if not, and you just want to be a fucking idiot and then not use the privilege, use the, your life experiences to help others. I just believe you're a shitbird anyway. And, yeah. um, You should just go back to jail, motherfucker, because shit, you can't help nobody else. I see Gabe talking to his co-workers all the time about shit. Like I could just see his post like there's cats out there that just sit there and look up to folks to say, oh, damn, I don't want to do that. But, you know, you got these, you know, you got all these scare tactic shows that they started making and they started to try to be big time. And a lot of it ended up being fake shit. But you got these guys going in there trying to scare these kids. Remember those shows that started coming out? scared straight and shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, like, come on, man, this shit is like getting, they started doing it for, as a mockery. They started doing it as a, as a, as a a fucking show to get famous when there's real shit like that. Like, you motherfucker, there's real shit that needs to be really spread out like that, but not in jail. Go do it out in the, in in the streets before they get to that motherfucker. Guaranteed. Most people won't do that. They won't do that at all. So, I don't know. Um,
2: Oh, So, yeah, JB, so I don't talk about my personal life a lot online because there's all these haters or whatever, but my dad fell in 72 on a murder, and he got life without. And people in California that don't know, um, when you get uh, all day here, you get all day. It's It's not like other places where life is like 20 years or whatever. My dad, you know, he fell in 72, and he's still down. And he's been to the whole show, Tracy, uh, Pelican Bay, all, all of the all of the big ones, and the time that all those movies that everybody saw. Yeah, my dad was one of them dudes up in there. He he spent like about fifteen years in uh, San Quentin, and then he got moved to Tracy and went when to Pat Tehachapi. When you were there, it was still some real shit. Now it's S and Y, which means oh uh, yeah millennials got special needs yards we didn't have that yeah that's like
0: fucking uh goddamn YA yeah
2: but my dad uh he always said you know he's he's been down over 40 years and his only request through lawyers and this whole time is just don't send me back to LA County (laughs) because LA County is if if you can make it through there like I a lot of people when i used to be in the criminal world if you hadn't been to la county we wasn't fucking with you yeah that's some real shit. we didn't fuck with guys that hadn't done time Yep. and like we didn't care if you've been to prison dumb motherfuckers can go to prison all day but if la if you, county
0: was your in your stripes
2: right if you if you didn't go through la county in the 80s or 90s we weren't fucking with you at all because if you can make it through that shit you know especially then when you know we used to carry money remember jb said
0: hell yeah the, that was a big deal
2: the necklace thing the the yarn necklace we used to they used to accept cash at the um snack bar in there and back when tobacco <coughs> was still going on and you know they had the crib and blood modules and you didn't have a choice as soon as somebody hey jb you knew what module you were going
0: to yep commissary everything you know. else you could buy yep. nowadays all the books yep.
2: Nowadays, it's all fucked up. Nowadays, he, they fucked it all
0: up. Yeah, but no doubt. No doubt. got
2: some real shit, though, man, but we made it through it, so...
0: No, we did. Hey, I appreciate everybody calling in. Get, hold on one second. I'm about to go to after hours, man. I got to get out of here on the audio yeah. side. I got some French doors being put in all day long. I've been having that happen. That's been happening, so the dogs have been indoors with me. I've been having to let them out, and uh, I got some French doors being put in. I had to get rid of these fucking sliders and... uh well, we're about to go on to the after show and the after party. Give me one second. I'm going to get out of here. Audio site. I'll see you tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday, Spotify, iTunes, and Apple. Come on over to YouTube. Join the community that we have built and become a member. $1.99. Appreciate everybody on uh, YouTube for coming in every day, building this community. And like I said, the realest podcast out there. We just talk about real shit, and we do it in a slapdick manner. Slapdick podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. This show has been brought to you by BetOnline. Check it out. Use the promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V, and I'll see you tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday. Peace.
2: West Coast. West I, you
1: know. West yeah. You transform you into I hate a storm, Hell Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying.